Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And welcome to The Wibs. So today on our podcast, we are talking about your new in the job, now what? Learning and skill development at work. So this is a pretty interesting topic. I think we've talked about how to get the job, but we haven't really spoken about what to do once you're in it and once you're starting to feel maybe a little bit stagnant, maybe you need to kind of keep leveling up and growing a bit more. Or you want to prove yourself. You're right. I think we put so much, everyone puts so much emphasis on get the job, get the job, get the job. Mm -hmm. Then once you've got it, you're like, oh, okay, now what do I do? How do I put my best foot forward? How do I not ruffle feathers? How do I make sure that I'm, you know, doing the most without annoying everyone (laughs) as well like there's a few things that you've got to kind of level up when you're looking at things like this and I think um we really wanted to speak about not only if this is a new job but also if you are feeling a bit stagnant in your role at the moment Mm -hmm. um what are some things you can do in the workplace to kind of like zhuzh it up a bit you know just start you know feeling like you're um still learning and developing even if you're feeling a bit like oh okay am I stuck yeah because it is really important to keep growing and developing it and to keep training yourself. I think particularly when it comes to how you feel in your job or or from a confidence perspective, like the ability to be able to keep learning and building out your skill set can sometimes be the difference between staying in the job for another six months to another six years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think in a rapidly evolving work environment, you know, acquiring that new knowledge and honing into your existing skills is really, really important, especially because for one, it's for you putting yourself first and making sure that you're putting your skill sets first and you're continually growing. But also you want to be able to give back, not just to yourself. If you've got a team that you manage, the more that you're putting into, you know, evolving and developing your skills, the better manager and the better leader you're going to be as well. Yeah, 100%. And it also then helps you build out and continue to stay relevant, to be competitive in that space. Because I don't know about you, but I'm continually looking at oh, what yeah. our competition is doing, what are our competitors up to. And I hate that feeling of shit, I'm behind or I've missed Mm -hmm. out on something. It's literally, you know, going to like a networking event, for example, so many times I go to one and it like opens up my eyes and also like creates a sense of complete panic because I'm like, oh my God, everyone's doing so much more, knows so much more in Mm -hmm. this space than than what I do. I mean, everyone's got their own individual thing to kind of bring to the table, but it really is important to be able to keep like building up that muscle when it comes to education because I don't know about you, but after uni I feel like my that part of my brain is <laughs> we had to learn away. it's so interesting when you think about it isn't it because like I've been out of school now for over 10 years mm-hmm. and you know for the first I don't know I'm not good at maths but say for the first 15 years of my life mm-hmm. that's more than that but that's okay um but regardless for a big chunky chunky part of all of our lives the first part as soon as we could walk and talk pretty good was go into school and learn and learn for eight hours or whatever many hours it is a day but majority of your day learn 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 weekend learn 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 weekend now go get a job and that's kind of what it was and then the job was kind of like now work but wait do you work and learn or do you just work And that's kind of what we're trying to say here is I think it's really important to maintain that level of um, like learning and enhancing your skills, Mm -hmm. especially when you get into a new job as well, because that's probably like the the beginning point of when you're like, oh, okay, I've just got into a new job. I've got a new role. This is the perfect opportunity to start learning. Yeah, exactly. Like I think a good example would be my husband, when he started in like a financial role, he then also did like a broking course at the same time in that business. And I think it, it also helped 
then have the learnings that he was going through in that course at the time be applied practically in the work that he was doing. And I think that that's a really nice connection that you can make when you are kind of finding that balance and working on that kind of course or that further learning and development there. It's being able to find that way to link it back to what you're working on in your career to build, be able to build out that sense of confidence and that sense of enthusiasm at work each day as well. Yeah, that enthusiasm is so important because when you're feeling stagnant, as much as you like hide it, people can tell. Yeah. <laughs> people can tell. Um, okay, so what are some ways that employees can actively engage in those learning and skill developments at work? And I think us answering that is really important because we need to, you know, we need to recognise that it's an important thing to do, whether it's a new job or you're actively in a position. Um, and then, okay, well, what can you do about it? And I think one of the first ones is seeking out those learning opportunities. So I think we don't realise how much access we have to free learning opportunities, yeah. whether it's attending training programs, workshops, conferences. Yes, a lot of paid, fair, fair. And if, you're, if your workplace can't pay for it, it is what it is. Like the same way that you pay for a gym membership or you pay for your lattes or you pay for things. I think sometimes we – I do this. I'm very guilty of this. It wasn't until somebody kind of changed my mindset of it where there was like, what What are you doing to reinvest in yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, you will, you're happy to go out on a Saturday and spend – don't I can't even put a number to it because it would make everyone here feel sick. But on espresso martinis and you know seven kilos of macas on the way home. But then when you think about attending a training workshop that's actually going to help your career, what do you do? Yeah. You just be like, oh, I don't know, that's thirty seven dollars. Yeah. Like well, really, like if you've got the ability to, and no, that's not that accessible for everybody. I completely understand. <laughs> that's just me. But I do think that it's it's kind of putting yourself first and seeing if you can seek out those learning opportunities, those workshops, anything that's going to help you upskill. Yeah, and I also think like nine times out of ten, most companies with, within reason will mm. be able to sort of foot the bill for that. So it is about being able to sort of put forward to your manager or to you know your senior leadership team what you're going to be able to get out of the program. And then nine times out of ten, I find that people are pretty easygoing when it comes to being able to kind of pay for that and give you that opportunity. But there's also like to your point, like not being able to like really kind of understand and look around and know what you can actually get for free mm. out there in terms of your network and resources. So that's talking about like you know different mentorship programs for example different online courses there is a suite of free linkedin courses out there linkedin is yeah 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 that's a huge resource but it's honestly it's like you don't sit and think to yourself oh well you know i'm going to go on linkedin today and use this to level up my career path but honestly it's something that you can do absolutely i think it's really really important so we also believe that another strategy for being able to sort of enhance your learning and your skill development is to embrace that growth mindset. So we've touched on this before in an earlier episode, but basically we want you to go back to the belief that your abilities can continue to be developed through this hard work, through this dedication to a course or to a program or to attending a networking event because it is work mm. and it is a level of commitment and extracurricular commitment to be yeah. able to grow and develop yourself. But if you know that maybe it's going to challenge you, maybe it's going to result in a failure, maybe it's going to be difficult in some degree. If you're embracing that as a challenge and an opportunity to grow and improve and build on yourself, it's going to create such a positive mindset that then builds that solid foundation for continuous learning because it is something that you need to kind of wrap your head around. It's not just mm-hmm. something you click your fingers and you get back into a 
a studious kind of mindset. Even no, I agree. Believe and in I, that. And it, it becomes infectious. Like, I don't know about you, but when I like hear someone, you know, wanting to grow or wanting to do, like employing that growth mindset where they're really investing in themselves and you hear it. And I, I really respect that. Mm-hmm. When I'm looking for a mentor, I'm looking for a leader. Like I want to know that they're continuously trying to improve and mm-hmm. looking to, because no one's got it all worked out. No one's got it all worked out. Some people have achieved some amazing things, but these people from, you know, anyone that I've spoken to that's achieved, you know, incredible success still continues to employ that growth mindset in the sense of, you know, it might not be financial anymore. It might be more, you know, they want to be, have more emotional EQ. You know, they might want to be doing that, but it's just that ability to continue to do that, which kind of puts us on to like the next point, which is setting those, those learning goals. Yes. So one thing I've always said is whenever I've done, I've, you know, had a, performance review or performance review with an employee and I've sat there with them and they've said to me prior to sitting and doing a performance review I always say I need you to fill out this type form and I created this time form that essentially said you know normal things that you'd probably get in a um, self-analysis but one of the most important things that I write down is where do you want to see yourself in a year where do you want to see yourself in five years yeah because I need to make sure that as a manager I am aligning everything that I do for their goals because if I am not then how do I know I'm doing a good job? I'm doing, I'm making them what I need them to be instead of enhancing what they want to be. And I don't think that's the right, for me, that wasn't the right way to lead because I was able to get more out of my employees by utilizing their goals to help them achieve it. But also for the benefit of us as well, it's a win-win. You get to do what you want to do. We get to harness that and we get to all win at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. And it gives an opportunity to really kind of dig in and start to plan out what your goals are going to be. Because I think that, Sometimes when it comes to building up your skill set or being able to find a way to up-level yourself at work, if you don't understand where where it is you want to go and the direction that you want to take, how do you know what kind of area you want to develop in? And I think like to your point, like in those um, I guess in those typhoons, in those responses, like I remember ages ago you asked me, like, what do you want to do? Like what's what's a goal, a personal goal of yours or a professional goal of yours? And mine was like, I really want to get more involved in public speaking. Mm-hmm. I really find that like a passionate part of like what I do in my career. I really enjoy it. And, I, and it's something that I feel very vulnerable about and I feel nervous about. Yeah, and I, which is good. That's yeah. what you want. You want that like that excitement, those nerves because that's what drives you. Yeah, and I was feeling like quite stretched at the idea of the opportunity and that's how I knew that I was in the right space because if it wasn't scaring the shit out of me, it probably meant that it wasn't growing you or stretching myself. You weren't thinking big enough. Yeah, so I was like, that for me was great. But I only knew that then I wanted to start setting up a podcast, start learning about this, start going to more networking events and conferences where I could see other people doing what I Mm -hmm. wanted to do and then start doing it for myself. I wouldn't have known that if I didn't set a goal for myself to begin with. Absolutely. And since then, you've done a few speaking events. Absolutely. Uh She was a panellist at um, a Miller Leith Women in Breakfast um, event the other day, which was incredible. And you've been asked to speak at another one coming up in July. With you. With me. Um, We'll give you guys some more details on that because obviously we'd love to see every single one of you there. And just please laugh when we say to laugh. Please come visit us. We need the support, please. We do. Yep, yep, yep. You know, when we give you that eye, we'll do like a special like thing that if you see us in the audience and you see us doing this little thing, you have to laugh or you have to like or maybe you just fall off your chair and create like a big commotion because we've lost what we're thinking about yeah please yeah? we'll need that yeah. for the train of thought it'll Beautiful. be like some kind of very subtle wink 
Or like a word. But yes, anyways, outside of that, those goals, you set those goals and then you've achieved them. And now it's like, okay, well, what's next? And ensure that those goals align with your career aspirations as well. So the first thing is to identify the skills or knowledge in those areas that you want to develop, then create that plan to achieve those goals. Mm -hmm. In the same way, Pen, you did then, that was one of your goals. You know, yes, it was more of a uh, no, it kind of aligns with both personal and professional, but it kind of meant that you were able to kind of establish yourself as that industry leader within the marketing world. Mm-hmm. And that's incredible. And you made those steps of like, okay, how am I going to do this? Start asking the questions you need to ask to the right people. Just start asking. Start yeah. going to these events. Start going to networking events and being like, okay, they were amazing. Maybe I'll see if I can chat to them later. Like yeah, you incredible. Gotta, you got to be open to it for sure. And I think the, the fourth thing that we really want to talk about is what you need to then start doing. So it's taking on those challenging projects. So when you feel that sense of what I was talking about before, which is I'm feeling stretched, I'm feeling uncomfortable, I'm feeling outside of my comfort zone, that I I feel like is an indicator you're on the right path to learning development and growth. So this is the example I would give is where you start volunteering for projects or assignments that do push you outside of that comfort zone and require you, like literally force you to start learning a new skill. Yeah. I think um, sometimes they're thrust upon us and sometimes you can volunteer mm-hmm. for them. But either way, I, I would my feedback and my suggestion would be don't shy away from it. Absolutely. These experiences, like they're the ones that provide that hands-on learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. It helps you to develop that broader skill set that maybe you're not you don't really know like I, I, one of the, a good example of that is when um we had a strategy day and at the end of it we could see everyone feeling a bit like bleh and a bit like you know you, those days can be long you're talking about mm-hmm. KPIs goals everyone's a bit like get me out of here so um we had to pivot and we had to like be like okay let's come up with like a something that's going to challenge everybody so we had this goal and it was like okay say we've got one of our big growth projects um we want everyone to get into groups with people you haven't worked with and we assigned everyone with different people that they normally would never work with people from the warehouse but you know you had your head of operations with your head of marketing or the PR or whatever it is we made sure it was all jumbled people that you normally wouldn't speak to and then everybody had to sell this concept as well as they possibly could in their group and it that was the only brief it wasn't um you know you had to do a sales pitch no no you could do whatever you wanted and it was like I could see the look on everyone's face when I was like this is what we need to do they looked to me like if I could murder you right now I would because it was challenging it was something so out of their comfort zone it was something that like made them feel uncomfortable I made everyone in that room feel uncomfortable at that very moment but the risk was worth the reward because at the end, the things people came up with was actually like we were like die, like reeling over in laughter at how amazing they were. Like there were all these like people that over our web developer came up with like the funniest line of the whole thing and we're like, where did you pull that from, sir? Like you are incredible. Like these things just came out of nowhere and we've learned different things about everyone. Everyone kind of challenged themselves to learn a different skill set, work with different people and to be completely honest, at the end of it, yes, it felt a bit blip, but at the end everyone was like, that was so much fun. Yeah, Because we, we challenged. We yeah. challenged ourselves. We didn't reject the opportunity for something a bit uncomfortable and we're all like, oh, whatever, have a crack. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's exactly what an opportunity that's outside your comfort zone does. It gives yeah. you that that stretchy feeling, that kind of excited feeling. Like I feel a bit like sick about it, but I'm excited to do it. And I think that's, it is like a kind of like offshoot of advice. It's like that nervous energy, that feeling it's when. important. It is, it's important, but I think you reframe it rather than anxiety, you reframe it as excitement. Mm, that's a great way to put it. Then number, I think the last one we have is one that we we consistently 
talk about, which is to seek that feedback and mentorship. So mm-hmm. if you're starting a new job, say you don't know where, you know, you're starting a your job, you're like, oh, okay, how do I know if I'm doing the right thing? Naturally, first day, perhaps don't be like, how do you think I'm going? Because <laughs> that could be a touch annoying for the people who've hired you. But mm-hmm. um, I would say that seeking continuous feedback like that 360 feedback from you know your if you're if you just start in a management position I would say you know within that first week I would start putting in like some anonymous type forms for your team and just be like hey well you know what was great this week what could have been improved this week and what can I do to support you better mm. like as a new manager oh my goodness if I had oh sorry as a team member and my manager did that as soon as I started that tells me that they care that tells me that they really care about you know what they're doing for me they're looking at themselves as they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. They're vulnerable. They're, le- they're leading with vulnerability but without um, – I think sometimes people confuse vulnerability with weakness. It's not a weakness. It's like I know it. I've just started this job. You know more about this company than I do. Please tell me. What mm-hmm. can I do? I've just started this. Tell me what I can do to be better. Tell me what I can do because I respect you. And I think that's really, really important when you're starting a new role um, is to make sure that you gain the respect of the people around you because without that, that's when you lose people. Yeah, I really I really resonate with that. I think being able to have that feedback, whether you're an employer or employee at that moment, to be able to get, kind of understand where you can improve and build upon from your supervisors or your colleagues or your team members or even your own mentors yeah. to be able to have that kind of conversation piece. I think that just really kind of solidifies those areas of improvement for yourself and how you can build out like what you need to kind of focus on, whether it be as a leader or as just a general employee as well. Absolutely. So they're kind of the tips, but if we were to put some practical like, okay, how do you then do this? Mm -hmm. Some of the things that we would recommend is there are a lot of learning platforms. I know Penny spoke about it earlier, but there's a few ones like Udemy that I've actually been obsessed with as of recently. Um, More on the other side, it's more if you're looking to create a course online, Udemy is a really good platform for people that don't necessarily want to put the upfront costs of creating their own course platform. Udemy is really good for that. But on the flip side, it's also really good for people wanting to learn any skill. Like they quite literally on that platform have hundreds of thousands of different skills it could be how do I for interior design it could be how do I leverage you know SEO for YouTube it could be anything but they have everything there um I'm not 100% sure on the pricing model there but from my understanding um you just pay per course yeah so it's just pay per course um so you you can it's all up front what it is there's reviews like as if you'd go to Amazon or as if you go anywhere else you can see the reviews before Mm -hmm. you purchase um there are tools like that, what you said before, LinkedIn Learning. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those learning platforms that can be really helpful for what you need. Yeah, and I think that being able to use that and apply that means you can do it in your own time, not feel that pressure. If you if you are an, like a, an early morning person, you learn best <laughs> then, do it then. If you are more of, of the evening, then you can do it then. Like, But I really encourage people to have a look at those because there's, like, there's literally a, a course or a, a YouTube or whatever there might be for, for anything that you want to learn, literally. And the other one I'd say, one of the most important ones is developing a learning network. Mm-hmm. I think that regardless of your um, industry, of your career path, there are people that are going through similar things. Find your niche and to be honest, it can be as easy about finding a group of people and just being like, hey guys, like I do this at the moment. I've got a group of people that you know, have all been in a very similar situation to me where they've um, start and sold their business or they're looking to grow a new business. And we've planned every month, we meet up and we chat about it. And it is honestly the most cathartic thing I have done since I have um, sold my business and I've moved on to my new thing because 
I need sometimes just to chat to people that understand what I'm going through and yeah. I develop a learning network through that. Now, Pen, it's quite similar for you. It's like developing that learning network of people in that marketing space that are facing the same challenges as you, you know. We're all facing, you know, is SEO going to be completely inept in a year's time because of AI? Like there's things that people are constantly thinking of as marketers and I think, you know, to create a group like that and continue to learn from them is so important. Yeah, I really, really agree with that. I think being able to have that jumping off point where you can have the conversation with someone, know that you're getting into the details with them and be able to kind of guide you in your field or in your area that you want to kind of keep developing in, mm -hmm. that's such a strength. But I think aside from that, we do believe that reflecting and being able to apply the learning is a big part of how you can start to actually use these in the workplace so for, for us that means being able to take that time to start reflecting on what you have learned and how you can really do apply it to your job and to to your like your business or whatever it might be I think it's about trying to seek out or trying to build out those opportunities within your current workspace where you can start to apply that knowledge so for example if you do a course on conversion rate optimization then can you lead a project on how to do an overview of a weekly audit of that on your yeah. website so finding that course or that thing that you want to upskill yourself in and then building it out into your daily processes at work. Turn ideas into execution. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, so there, so they are all of our tips. Whether you've got a new job, one, congrats. Whether you're in your role and you want to just shake things up a bit, also congrats because you've been able to recognise it. So mm -hmm. amazing. There's always room for learning and skill development regardless of where you are in your career. This is so, so important. And we are here. This is the reason that we've done this. We These episodes are well-researched. We make sure we put a lot of time and effort into it. And it is so that we can continue to, for ourselves and for you guys, learn and develop at work thank you so much for listening please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week bye bye